0: This is Nathan Forty Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And for this episode, well, everybody enjoys, you know, some frights and scares, but this time you will be in for some for some laughter, maybe even some dark comedy. Or even worse. My own
1: stand-up comedy special. That's right, folks. We, you
0: will get to hear the comedy material that I didn't really have the guts to even do for an open mic night. And I tell you what. Here's the thing. I'm going to do... This is not stand-up comedy. This will be laying down comedy. Lying down, you know. I'm I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get myself, you know. Oh, ah, that's much better. I don't know why a lot of comedians don't do this more often. You know, just lie down and just just talk to the to the floor. I bet the four had. I bet the fours have something have better responses than the audiences out there. They probably know a sense of humor more. But I digress. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the laying down comedy half a, or maybe an hour. I haven't quite decided yet. Really depends on how long the material is. So anyways, here's the thing. And no, not John Carpenter's the thing. Here's the thing: if this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, if we get over fifty listens, then I will do an open mic night. And Barry, I will do everything I can, you know, to have it be recorded. It might even be a sound, might be a sound bite for a later episode. I just want to try and see if people will actually laugh at my. laugh at the material that I have, to be honest. So everybody enjoy the not stand up comedy, but the laying down comedy of Nathan. You know, I find it funny how everyone was so worried about communism when the real threat was right in front of us. We have watched their cartoons, their TV shows, and even movies. This company owns 80% of the media. We have to worry about Disneyism. Everyone is wearing a Mickey Mouse ear. Everyone works at Disney as a cast member. Every picture will be family-oriented. Will will eventually become a creative wasteland that is in the Mad Max universe. I guess Disney's taking notes from one of the Marvel characters, Galactus, the Devour planets. They're using that as their blueprint and become Disney the Devourer of properties. My dad was a doctor. He's halfway retired, but back then, when I was a kid, it was either I said he was an Anastasiologist or explain he knocks out people. People just looked at me weird, and so his job basically was knocking out people during surgery. So that way you don't have to watch yourself being cut up and dissected on. And also that way you don't don't get psychologically scarred and pay therapy bills. You can pick my dad. I mean, anyone can knock you out with overdose, chamomile, tea, drugs... You know they're an anesthesiologist when they try to wake you up. Almost everyone has an initiation or a spiritual quest to know that they are grown up as an adult. A quinceañera for Hispanic woman. A bar mitzvah for, for Jewish boys. But for a Christian, they know they are an adult when they figure out their policy number for their health insurance. Yeah, that is our rightful passage of being an adult. It's a way to open the door and say with a grimace, Welcome to the real world, chump. Well, I set my mind to do something, and I did. I went to a comedy club for the first time. I enjoyed it. The comedians did a great job, especially in their undergarments, and no, to guys and ladies, there was no lingerie or Speedos. There was some fawns, but not lingerie or Speedos. This is my story at a comedy club for the first time. It was at the Venture Harbor Comic Club. I walked in and I see people coming in herds and groups. How was I supposed to know a comedy club was a watering hole for for adults? But instead of water, it's alcohol. I understand, imagine people in their underwear as a way to calm down on stage. But you're supposed to imagine them in their them in their underwear, not yourself. The wait staff person I had was wonderful because if it was anyone else that took my order and I said, I want a Coke, please, but no beer, they would have looked at me as a malfunctioning robot trying to interpret sign language. I go to a comic club and it's someone's going away party. That's similar, similar to just meeting a person on an airplane. You know that they're there, but you say goodbye immediately and you just met. That said, I actually heard a joke mentioning an autistic, and I thought it was funny, but... I'm sorry, the abilities I have been given are not psychic. But trust me, I would be the lamest X-Man. I could see patterns, can do different voices, and know a lot about sports. So I would be useful if Professor X needed help with the word jumble. Uh, excuse me, but do you know what sin is is uh, that's tennis right thank you is that is that all you need me for professor x what was that my mission that was it and helping will and Wolverine wants to make a couple of bucks Raise your hands if you're a single lady. Good. I know who to talk to afterwards and how wonderful it is to be single with. But I'm really surprised this hasn't been used as a pickup line. Hey. I'm single. Change my mind. My dating life in college I felt I had a better chance with my instructors than my female classmates. Everyone says that they rather prefer to be dead than public speak, but I'm the opposite. I'm comfortable with public speaking, but if I have to speak to an attractive woman and she's surrounded with equally attractive ladies around her, I'm going to set a date with death instead. I mean, this night will be on the rain scale of the internet. It's either my best night this is your
1: best decision to go to a comedy club, or you will think, This guy's worse than Hitler! Boo!
0: And if this ends up being terrible, well, at least I'll have more comedy material for the next time. I mean, if they let me do it next time for stand up comedy. Has anyone ever listened to a song? And think, oh, this is a great parody of that song. But then when you listen to it and you're. And then when you listen to it, anyway, like, that's the actual song? That's the actual lyrics? Because there was a song that was on the. Uh, I've been recently been watching uh, Cobra Kai uh, season 2. And they had this. They had the episode where Johnny meets up with his. With his gang again. And, you know, they had this song like, Back in the day, everyone else in high school, those were the days. Back in the day, everyone else in high school, everyone else... You know that song? I thought that was just a parody from the original, uh, you know, from one of the Karate Kid movies. And... I listened to a clip of the first Cry Kid movie and they showed Johnny on the. Johnny and his friends on the motorcycles and then they play that song here as the exact lyrics to that. Back in the day, everyone else, I'm in high school, everyone else. I don't know, I just found it bizarre. Those are the lyrics, that's the actual song for that. Okay. Everyone gave... You know, the internet gives backlash. I guess apparently anything that is blue. I mean, first uh, the genie from Aladdin gets backlash and now Sonic. Ooh, I would hate to be the Smurfs right now. Uh, Hopefully they don't make anything. Because they're going to get a lot of backlash if they even dare try to do anything. Let me, uh, tell you a, a funny story from, uh, I was having this, uh, conversation, uh, with one of my, uh, mom's friends, uh, uh, her father actually got the opportunity to, you know, do sound record, do voiceover recording, I mean, he did the, the sound, you know like sound engineering or audio engineering and he got to work with James Earl Jones and he didn't want this opportunity opportunity to slip by so James Earl Jones was finished uh, with doing his voice recording and he walked away and And then the guy said, Hey, James Earl Ray! Now, of course, for a lot of you that aren't historians, James Earl Ray was the guy that actually shot Martin Luther King Jr. So, and then you see this big James Earl Jones comes walking back, to be honest, he's just lucky that James Earl Jones wasn't a boxer. Because if he said that to Mike Tyson or or Evander Holyfield, that would be a whole different story we'd be talking about. And you could feel this present like, boom, boom, boom. And walks back, and then with this deep, booming voice, It's all right. It happens to the best of us. Man, can you imagine having James Earl Jones? I mean, you can make anything sound exciting. Even instructions to plumbing plumbing sound a little bit exciting, or just with that deep, booming voice. No, I am your father. Are you having trouble with the fact of You can't really get your ears cleaned, well now you can with these q-tips. To be honest, I have a lot more respect for up comedians, cause they make it look darn easy doing this. I don't know how they can do it for half an hour, let alone an hour. I don't know, it... Anyway, don't worry, no problem, I got this, you know, no problem. You know, you get all confident, like, I I got this, I got this, no problem. And then, you just see all these glaring eyes at you. And you're like, uh, You might as well be in a bar full of owls while you're at it. Just staring at you. Might as well be similar to the movie of the birds. You know, the the scene where where they have all the birds surrounding you. Surrounding the the characters. And they're not even doing a thing. They're just standing. And just waiting. Waiting around to make make their next move. Also I get really tired of that stigma. uh, Because people on the autism spectrum. Especially people with ADHD and ADD. Can definitely focus. Kiss on doing a task at hand. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. How, how the stigma of ADHD people can't focus on anything. Wow, we're only at the 19 minute mark. Uh... Has anyone ever watched a movie trailer or, or hear those uh, movie trailers? In a world where one man must overcome all the odds. But can you imagine them trying to do it these days? In a world where one man must overcome the odds and try to find true love. But also be on the journey of a lifetime. And then you hear the director going, What? Y- you can't say that. Why not? Y- you can't. You can't say that. That that's not PC. Uh. Okay. Uh. In a world where one cisgendered person must overcome all the odds, cisgendered black person must overcome the odds. Oth- mm. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to stop you there. Why? Because that's racist. Well, it has to be something of... All right. In a world where a cisgendered person of ethnicity must overcome the odds and find true love, no, I don't like that either. What do you mean? Uh, th- I, I didn't like that. In a world where a cisgendered person tries to find, tries to find themselves through self-discovery and overcome the odds of, on the way of a journey and meets a Christian pastor to guide him along the way, no. No, we can't do that. What? We we can't have religion in here. Oh, God, are you kidding? <clears throat> in a world where one cisgendered person must... Fi- has self-discovery and must overcome the odds as... as they... Journey along with a bunch of people that are characters, but we can't describe them because somebody might find it very offensive, will be coming this summer. Okay, that was great. Um... I don't know how to put this but I I forgot to record that that last take. You know what I'm out of here. Can you imagine if if they had you know It's the greatest show on earth and and they said some of the lines that were in nine in in movie trailers in the past around especially the 80s and 90s in a world where one man must overcome all the odds. A man, yes, a manly man, yes, must overcome all the odds. As they try to find self-discovery, true love, and... They must overcome the odds as they defeat the evil, the most evil, most diabolical evil of, of all. No banker, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming soon this summer. And then you have the, as a lot of people like to call it, epic voice. Or, as I like to call it, trailer voice. Witness the greatest show on Earth. As the animals are, as animals of entertainment. Look and see the lion tamer. Elephants. And even some crazy acrobatics. It's the greatest show on earth. Or <laughs> has anyone thought about, you know, having like spoof movie trailers and and just thinking about it feels like everybody's just running out of movie ideas. Oh they just think of something that's For example, I thought about, you know, just having a whole entire trailer, you you don't really see the superheroes, but it, (laughs) but instead, the way that everybody obsessed about spoilers, coming this summer, a cinematic, the cinematic event that people have been waiting for, no, not the superheroes but to watch. But actually to see a regular person obsessed over that said movie that everyone else was obsessing that is the cinematic event. But the problem is to get a big spoiler told to them. This summer, I know what you spoiled this summer. <sighs> I gotta get away. I gotta get away from the internet I can't I cannot know what happens. I just can't I need to unplug everything Our top story today a person that was from the original cast of this come that ended up, through the fact of they ended up having their career go down the drain. Is actually looking for people to kill. <sighs> this summer. I know what you spoiled this summer. Hello? Is anybody here? Shh. I know there will be some people that want to spoil the movie. Oh, you mean the fact of it turns out that the movie turns out the character that we least expected to be the most powerful ended up being the most powerful. No, stop. Stop telling me. Oh my gosh, and it led to such an epic battle. Oh my gosh.
1: And it turns out the villain was none other than... ...his second cousin. No, stop it. Stop
0: telling me. This summer, I know what you spoiled this summer. And also there's a killer on a loose. Well now that you told me all that, it's it I hope that killer comes by and just because I know the spoiler and I never got to watch it. Not actually gonna be shown into a movie fair, But can you imagine if if they went in that direction? Has anyone knows that most of the music just doesn't really feel as music i mean pretty
1: much they go <speaking in Spanish> you and
0: sexual innuendo sexual you innuendo sexual you in in and in- innuendo. In- 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 innuendo sexual innu- in innuendo something catchy something catchy something catchy that will easily have a beat Something catchy something catchy something catchy and easily will well will be a great bait Sometimes the way that they're singing, it seems as if they're singing in a second language and then you hear the normal, and then you hear a normal uh, word, and you're like, what does that have to do with a banana? Or, what does this have to do with a mug? And even these days, the music video doesn't really help telling the story what the heck is going on. You know, it's kind of funny, everybody is is really looking forward to Spider-Man Far From Home. Especially the fact with with the possibility of different dimensions for Spider-Man. I mean, yes, we already got that from Spider-Man to Spider-Verse. But can you imagine being that one Spider-Man that had an unfortunate circumstance in order to become Spider-Man? I mean, I would really not, and I would want to know those stories of how they became Spider-Man, especially the one that just was ended up just burying alive with ten, ten thousand spiders. Cause apparently he just got dead, but he was just dead tired. Buried him alive, and then wondering what's going on, and then coincidentally the ray was sp- a ray radioactive spider, ends up, and for some strange reason, is even in their birthday suit, and somehow the spider crawls up into the sphincter of the person, bites them in the butt, and ends up becoming Spider-Man. Or how about the one that somehow, in some strange reason, somehow, they end up getting the bite, not on their arm, but on, well, on an anatomical part that, well, technically I can't see, let's just say an anatomical part that looks like a snake with an eyeball, boy. You might end up being Spider-Man in that universe. But. Man, that would be an unfortunate way to become a Spider-Man. What about the in, in the universe. That somehow bugs are the size of. Are the size of humans. And. And though as much as. He wished it was actually. Black Widow. But he's just lucky it wasn't. An actual Black Widow. But ends up having to to fondue with with the spider and it didn't just become spider-man that way but ended up becoming a spider father to a humar- humarachnid hybrid children Ugh. So remember, if you ever say I wish I could be Spider-Man, remember there's those Spider-Man in different dimensions end up becoming Spider-Man but in a very unfortunate circumstance. Can you imagine being a person of you know a person 20 years from now and you're trying to read everything that's that happened that happened for the 2010s? They would come to the conclusion of they would come to the conclusion of that the mortality rate during the 2010s were worse than the bubonic plague for every comment. And they'll take literally every comment that when we say dead, we mean funny. It's so funny that we might that we could be, you know, taking a dirt nap right now. But they'll take it as literally and count it for the mortality rate. And it'll be worse than the bubonic plague. I don't know. It's going to be interesting 20 years from now or 50 years from now. They look back at these times and they try to contemplate what all that happened. What is planking? But also, guys, we have to fear. We have to be scared, terrified. We have competition now. It's not just ladies being into ladies anymore. We now have to worry about competing against a screen. A screen. I mean all is left to do is add a add a vibrator or have a vibrator app and pretty much females will be on the smartphone. Will want to be with their smartphone more than even just talking to us guys. I mean, there's a reason why I don't really have—I haven't been really been on a date in quite a while. But another reason why I—I I just don't really understand. Where do people hang out anymore? Where, where are, where are the ladies around, around their twenties? Where would they be at? I. For some strange reason, I can't figure out that mystery. But once I I figure out that mystery, I'll move on to figuring out who the Black Dahlia is. Because at this point, that's a greater mystery than finding out who the Black Dahlia is. I'm sorry, I've been watching way too many LA Noir. Because I do apologize. Let me... Make the comparison. I feel like I have a better chance of finding the Loch Ness Monster or Sasquatch than knowing where the heck 20 year old ladies, oh excuse me, 20 year young ladies hang out at where's a great place to meet up with some ladies. I don't know what to be honest, I don't know what's harder trying to find a way to do a stand up comedy act and you're doing it only by audio so people cannot see what is going on or trying to keep or trying to keep a stand up comedy routine appropriate for all general audience. Can you imagine... I mean, the way that Disney has been keeping up with media-wise... Can you imagine if Disney somehow bought Netflix? Do you have any idea how long most of these stand-up comedy shows would be? Probably around maybe... Maybe
1: around eight minutes. Because I just find it a challenge to try to keep it... G. (laughs) Just keep
0: it G for... Because stand-up comedy, you think of, you can pretty much almost do anything. Oh, unless if you're a white guy, then you can't do this, you can't do that. And also you can't do this, because this makes you look at... Just look at the list above! Just look at the list of all PC. But that's the beauty of comedy. It mostly has no rules... You could make a really dark joke. You can make a dad joke. You can make make a comment with the uh, with an audience member, and you know everybody's just having a great time as long as you just don't go too far. I mean, comedy is the second, is the is the third closest thing that we have for a connection, right down to music and food. Oh, wait, hold on. Fourth, I almost forgot about empathy. Sorry about that, folks. I mean, the way that we have been looking on our screens, I, I didn't even think, I didn't think that we still had those type of feelings anymore. I found out recently, according to uh, some European scientists' study. That the fact that we're not really in the year 2019, but they actually have a theory that actually we are in the year 1722 because apparently there was a, because someone written down apparently, you know, just added an extra 297 years. So, if that's the case, I'm looking forward to their time-traveling movie. I have found a way to travel through time. All right. All right. Have it send me the 1700. 1700. All right. I will... mm.
1: There might be some minor problems with these, because I'm not actually in the 1700s, even though it says 17, it says here exactly, it says but I'm here in the 1700s. I'm not in the 1700s. I'm in the 1990s. Yep, I'm definitely in the 1990s.
0: Pogs are very popular. Oh and I see beanie babies, everyone's still having beanie babies. Yes, I'm definitely in the nineties. I don't know, but that's just me. That would be that would be funny. I, I would find that funny if that what the time traveling machine knew exactly what time period, but pretty much thinking it's broken, but actually it knows the actual real time period. It is. I don't. That would actually make an interesting a Black Mirror episode, Twilight Zone episode. I don't know. Just in just in my opinion, I just I would just find that funny. Has anyone ever thought of what if a similar property met a similar property? The characters, what their interactions would be. Can you imagine that? I mean, especially with you know, now that Disney. You know, now that they they own Fox as well. They own Fox as well, but also they own Lucasfilms. And having... No, I am your father. Everything that the light touches is yours. Hey, you sound similar to me. Hey, you sound similar to me. Mufasa and Darth Vader. Are you a father? Yes, I am a father. No, I am your father. You're not my father, or Rick and Morty, and Doc, Doc Emmett Brown, and and Marty.
1: Hey, Doc. Who the heck are they? I do believe, Marty, that somehow. They look similar to us in some peculiar way. But yet are different. <laughs> um hey Rick. Who the heck are they? Now yeah, Morty Morty they look similar to us in some way, Morty, but But in some way for some strange reason they're in live action. Who the heck are you guys? My name is Doc Emmett Brown. I mean Emmett Brown, but people, but some people call me Doc. And this here is Marty. You oh, know, whatever. Oh. And and I guess this is this is Marty. Uh, I I guess you could say he's my grandson, but he pretty much travels around with me. Oh, you do time traveling, too? No, I don't do time traveling. I don't do time traveling. I travel into different alternate dimensions. Um, Rick, I think... Um, Rick, I think pretty much this one is the cooler version of me. Yeah. I guess so, Morty. You're full of disappointment. Why can't you be more like him?
0: Now, now, let's just take it easy.
1: Let's just take it easy. Well, it's great to meet you. But we have some time traveling. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to travel back to... According to this here, Morty, it says the year is 1722. I got to get this fame fixed, I guess. Um, actually, Rick, there's some European scientists that believe that. Um, that maybe we might have skipped 267 years. So, actually, we're in the year 1722. Morty, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Actually, it would be around 297 years. Oh, right, Rick. Well, bye now.
0: Bye. I mean, can you imagine that? If they met each other, what conversations they would have? Now, before I wrap this up, I just want to say thank you, everybody. I do appreciate everybody that listened to this. I just wanted to do something. I don't think I've ever heard from any other... You know, any other podcast. Maybe another podcast has done something as this, but... You know, I I just like to go for the ideas that are just out there. and, And it's just a great way to be able to... Be able to tell some jokes that I have, and, and you know this is the industry horror coffee cast, and you know I would like to do this again, but maybe have less have less of me telling jokes and actually getting uh, some com- some local comedians, especially I know a couple, and I know a couple, I have a couple in mind that. That could make this even with better quality. I just wanted to see if I had what it takes to do stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy is stand-up comedy. I'm as I said, I have a lot more respect for stand-up comedians. So with that, I just want to say thank you very much. And since this is the industry or a coffin cast, well, we have to wrap up with at least having one joke that, that involves with. Horror. So what is a what is Drac, what is Dracula's favorite type of bank to go to? A blood bank. And also a great reminder to people, make sure to donate your blood. You can save lives as well. As I'm Nathan for for the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I say thank you, everyone, for all you industry horror hearers out there. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, if you are an influencer in the autistic, horror, entertainment, sports community, you can contact industryhorrorcoffincast at gmail.com. And this is brought to you by Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a 501c-free nonprofit that teaches trades to autistic adults. It's a way for them to be able to have an influence on the world and be able to silk screen print on shirts, sweaters, hoodies, tank tops, crop tops, tote bags baseball caps sticker stickers buttons and also even even have them help out in some way uh, entertainment wise because industry or gives multiple opportunities opportunities that are even outside of the workplace and help those autistic adults be closer to being influencers influencers in the community community society and if you no matter how
1: large or how small small,
0: your business is we would like to help you out with your silkscreen printing needs. And if you feel like you need a little update on your logo, we can help out with that as well. And that's not all. Also at the Industry Horror Boutique Shop off of 518 East Main Street, we have necklaces. We have socks and also the clothing of Industry Horror as well. You can also shop online at industryhorror.com. And once again, we located, if you are around the Venture County area, check out the Industry Horror Boutique Shop off of 518 East Main Street or just right across the street from the Century 10 Theater and close by the Buffalo Exchange Store in downtown Ventura. You can also donate on industryhorror.com and... Even on the Amazon Smile. As I'm Nathan for the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Telling you to add a little bit of horror
1: into your life.